This is Tennis Quick Tips, Episode 82. Hi, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com, your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With each episode, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. So just how often should you restring your tennis racket? Once a month? Once a year? Ever? In this episode of the Tennis Quick Tips podcast, I'll tell you why it's so important to restring your racket at the right time, and then I'll give you my best tips or clues for knowing when it's time to restring your tennis racket. So how often should you restring your racket? Many of the ladies I know have never had their racket restrung. That's right, never. I guess they haven't yet broken a string, which I myself have done even though I don't hit the ball very hard, and they just don't realize how their worn-out, shaggy-looking strings are negatively impacting their game and especially their strokes. But that's not you and me, right? If there's any little thing we can do to make us even 1% better tennis players, we're going to do it. And that includes restringing our rackets as often as necessary to make sure we're getting as much spin and pop on every one of our strokes as possible. So just how often do we need to restring? Well, you may have heard the rule of thumb that says you should restring your racket as many times per year as you play per week. So if you play three times a week, you would restring your racket three times a year. However, I myself really don't pay much attention to this rule. I try to restring my racket when it's appropriate. I keep two rackets in my tennis bag, and so restringing them based on the number of times I play each week doesn't help me too much. And that's because I often favor one racket over the other. You might recall back in episode 43, called All About Tennis Rackets, that I told you how to choose the racket that's right for you and how I went about selecting my own new racket. And then just a few weeks ago in episode 80, called How I Prepared for and Played My USTA Singles Tournament, I revealed that I finally got around to buying the second one of these new rackets that I had selected. Before that, I was carrying around my new racket and one of my old rackets, and I was just hoping I never had to rely on that old racket in a match. Anyway, I did finally buy a second one of my new rackets, and I've really been favoring this new second racket lately, so I know the strings on it will wear out well before the strings on my first racket. And let me tell you, I'm just going to repeat to make sure you understand, having two rackets is really important because when I do get one of them restrung, then I always have that other racket to play with. 
And so I sort of rotate back and forth. I said I'm favoring this new racket, but as soon as I get that one restrung, I'll probably go back to refavoring that first new racket that I owned. I'll go back and forth between them depending on which one has most recently been strung. Well, let's get back to the topic about when to restring your racket. So rather than following some rule of thumb that doesn't really apply to my situation, and you may have a totally different situation with your rackets and it might not apply for you either, here are the clues I look for and that you should pay attention to to know when to restring a tennis racket. Number one, the best clue is the appearance of the strings. The easiest way to know when it's time to restring is by noticing how your strings look. If your strings are fraying or they look kind of shaggy, that means your strings are starting to come apart and you're not going to get as much spin or power when you hit the ball. So when your strings get ratty looking, it's definitely time to restring. But sometimes it's time to restring before that. So here's a few other clues that might help you decide when it's time to restring. Number two is the sound you hear when you hit the ball. If you notice that the sound is not normal or what you're used to when you hit the ball, it might be time to restring your racket. When your strings get worn, they will not be as springy. And you may first notice this just because of the change of sound when your strings hit the ball. Number three is the feel of your strokes. Sometimes you pull your racket out, you start your warm-up, and you just notice your racket feels kind of weird. It just doesn't feel right. And again, this can be a sign that your strings are not as springy as they should be and that you're not getting as much pop or spin on your strokes. That can be a sign that it is time to restring. And number four, the length of time since you last restrung. As I said, I don't think that the rule of thumb on restringing according to how many times you play per week applies to me, and it may not apply to you either. But you might feel that you need to restring just because it's been so long since your racket has had new strings. And a lot of stringing shops or pros, people who string rackets for you, they'll put a little sticker inside the throat of your racket, and it'll tell you, here's what kind of string you used, here's the tension you strung at, and here's the date when you had your racket strung. And if it's been more than several months, maybe four to six months, it might just be time to restring. This can be especially true with a racket that you haven't played with in quite a while. While the strings on that racket might look fine, you will get a lot of benefit out of new springy strings, and that could be worth the relatively reasonable expense of paying to have your racket restrung. Now, if you've decided that, hey, it's time to restring, but you aren't sure exactly how to go about that, be sure and check out these 
tennis quick tips episodes that will tell you everything you need to know about stringing your racket. Episode 13 was called What Kind of Tennis String Should You Use? and talks about the various materials that are used to make tennis string. Episode 47 was all about tennis string gauge, and that tells you about the different gauges or widths or diameter of tennis string and how you can pick the one that's right for you. And episode 34 talked about what's the best string tension for your racket. And this is when you tell your stringer what tension you want the racket strung at. I'll have links to all of these episodes that I've mentioned in the show notes for this episode. And you can find those at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips82. So I'll put links in the show notes and then whatever racket stringing questions you have, you'll be able to go to those show notes, click on one of those episodes and go straight to that episode with its own show notes that'll help you figure out what to do about getting your racket restrung. And I want to take a minute to thank all of you for listening to Tennis Quick Tips If you haven't had a chance already, I hope you'll take a minute or two to visit iTunes and leave a review and rating for Tennis Quick Tips. Reviews on iTunes are so helpful. They're very much appreciated. They matter in the rankings of the show, and I read each and every one of them because it inspires me to just keep going. You can find the Tennis Quick Tips iTunes page and leave your review by going to tennisfixation.com slash iTunes. I hope you'll let me know your tennis questions or suggestions that you might have about what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. Go to the show notes for this episode, go down to the bottom of the page, and you'll find the comments section, and just let me know what you'd like to know about right there in the comments. Again, the show notes are over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips82. All my contact info, other Tennis Quick Tips episodes, and a ton of other great tennis tips can be found at TennisFixation.com. Thanks for listening, and happy tennis. Happy tennis.